It's a cold December afternoon here in London. I'm wandering around the house, having not left for weeks. The only access I've had to outside has been in the back seat of a car, where I've been ducking my head to not be seen out of the car window. As such was the level of self-loathing and pain I was experiencing at that time. Upon rummaging through my kitchen cabinet and fridge, I stumble upon a bottle of vodka and I decide to experiment with something to numb the pain and find a way out of my troubles once and for all. I simultaneously go into the medicine cabinet and find as many pills as I can and begin taking them all. Fast forward a few weeks and I'm in another room. I am with my mum and a psychic and we are talking about my current situation, uh, how it got to that stage, the pain I'd been under. I've seen many different therapists up until that point. I was only 17 years old, but this finally struck a chord with me as I realized that a lot of what I had been experiencing wasn't my fault and that I still had a greater purpose here on this planet and a mission. I couldn't help thinking how I got to this stage in my life. Everything on the surface seemed so perfect. I was academically bright at school, getting straight A's. I was gifted at all different kinds of subjects, ranging from maths and English, the sciences. I was a star rugby player at my school, having been chosen for the uh, county level of the rugby team and the rugby squad. And I had also been an active musician, having played gigs, had taught myself piano, and I'd routinely gotten praise for my physical appearance as well, which I found hard to believe. So on the outside looking in, everything seemed perfect. I was the son of a highly successful music executive, and we lived a very abundant lifestyle. Our family could travel whenever we wanted, to wherever we wanted, in relative luxury, five-star hotels, occasionally flying business class. It was a dream life on the surface. But deep down in my soul and in my mind, I was in a hell of a lot of pain. I didn't understand why, because the outside world was mirroring back to me that I should feel different. I should feel better. And that fundamentally, there must be something wrong with me if I am feeling this level of guilt, shame, and self-hatred. My parents got divorced when I was 12 years old. Up until that point, I had been a very, very excited, optimistic young boy who felt he could do anything. My family was equally as well off back then, as successful, and I felt like I had no limits. Perhaps even a little bit arrogant or naive. I never thought that my parents would split up, but I always felt as if it could happen. There came a point where I was sat in a therapist's room with a counsellor, and she was talking about divorce. And when I heard that word, I couldn't believe it. I felt as if my parents would get back together again. My dad, when he left, said that he was trying and that my mum needed to get better, and only then would he come back. He never directly told me. And so for months, I prayed and waited 
I even wrote him a letter begging him to come home, but he never did. It was at that point that I also started secondary school and I had been through a massive growth spurt which had shifted my identity. I was now the tallest kid in the year, so I had all the attention put upon me and I stood out. When I first walked into the school, I was standing in the queue for lunch and one of the boy, new boys in my year asked me, why are you so tall? And I was silent. I felt so judged. I felt so exposed and vulnerable. And in a matter of months, my whole structure of my past came crashing down. When after returning from a birthday party, my parents came into our office, sat down on the floor and told me my dad was moving out. Sitting in another room with that psychic four years later, it becomes clear to me now what had happened during that time and why four years had passed, how I had ended up in a room trying to find the reasons for why I had become suicidal, why I had attempted to twice to be able to commit suicide and, and end this pain. And I realized that I was desperately lonely, but I had no idea why. People would give me praise. People would compliment me, say I was great, but I couldn't believe it. I was in pain and I felt bad and guilty. I felt responsible for my mother because she was suffering. I remember saying to myself when my dad left that you're the man of the house now. And I felt a duty to protect and take care of my mum. The breakdown which initiated the suicides took place when I was on holiday with a family friend of ours and my own family. It was my mum and my brother, one of my closest friends and his family, his mum, his brother and his sister. Both of our parents had birthdays at the same time during that holiday. And the contrast was so shocking that it basically triggered this negative spiral into despair and self-hatred, which led to those suicide attempts. His parents were still together and his mother, his father had rented a limousine and we went to a fancy restaurant and it was a wonderful evening. By contrast, I barely had any gifts, only a card, because it was difficult for my, my father to want to provide for my mother after they had split. And on her birthday, my younger brother had an allergic reaction and my mother had to take care of him all day. And I felt so guilty so responsible that I snapped. And during that summer, I left school. I canceled my rugby tour home away to my native South Africa. I canceled a trip to Russia for my politics exam. And after trying for a couple of weeks to go back, the level of self-hatred that I had and pain was so great that I left altogether. Fast forward another few years until the present day, and a lot has happened since then. I left school again after falling deeply and madly in love with a girl and her not being able to reciprocate. 
I shot myself in the foot again and I realized that the pain and the neediness that I was experiencing was directly making me more unattractive. And the expectations that I had on myself because I was getting praise and I was on the surface supposed to be thriving and enjoying my my teens and my life because I had everything wasn't paying off. I knew that girls liked me, but whenever I opened my mouth, the attraction came to a grinding and violent halt. And I came to the conclusion that if anyone else had had what I had in my life, then they would be killing it in life. They'd be succeeding. But not me. And at my core, there must be something fundamentally wrong with who I am as a person. And I carried that belief with me for years. And the longer time went on where I didn't have a girlfriend and I wasn't being successful at school socially, I became more and more empty on the inside and the hatred just kept growing and growing. And so on that quest for finding reasons and meaning for why I was suffering so much even though I had everything on the surface, I came to the fundamental realization that some abuse and some neglect can't be seen. And that's to do with our emotions. We all have our own perceptions, a whole whole world onto ourselves where we can see things completely different to another person. And if someone else is not willing to see your perspective and only projects what they see from the outside onto you without fully understanding you, you are left feeling alone, isolated, and in despair. And so my quest to understand why I was suffering led me towards healing, led me towards spirituality, and really dissecting and understanding what emotional health is, what mental health is, how we need connection, and the dangers of parallel perceptual realities which is the internal worlds that we all experience. Some of us, we say, are on the same page and we can relate and we build rapport with those people and we feel a deep sense of connection. The isolation fades and we feel safe. Other times, people contradict us. They may even gaslight us into believing, that's not what happened. I don't see it that way. And that can leave us feeling alone and isolated, even in a room full of people. And that's the message I want to share with you, is that while I've managed to survive my troubles and come out of it with greater knowledge and resources to share with my clients and my friends and family, the importance of becoming aware and interested in another person's internal world to have compassion and understanding for their perceptions. To see, hear, and validate them is the key to making them no longer feel alone. I believe that the high rate of male suicide in our world is because of this. Not only because we as men feel that it's weak to be able to express our vulnerability, but having overcome these challenges and many others, my gift and message 
for all of you is that please if you find that anyone is suffering you can help them not just by finding professional help because that may shame them but really actively being interested in their internal world how they feel on the inside how they see things and put yourself in their shoes by providing that unconditional presence and support without judgment they will heal automatically and very quickly it can be a great risk to be able to shame someone inadvertently by saying oh you have a mental health issue or you should go see a therapist etc that shoots oneself in the foot and puts them into a place of further hating and shaming so my advice really would be to empower people by listening to them understanding them making them feel like they belong and taking an active interest in their internal world ask them how they are ask them what they think and the key to healing most of our mental health issues will come from that deep sense of connection that we are all craving that deep intimacy that we all desire what i've learned from sharing my story is that i have a natural ability to be able to articulate and state things in a way that can be understood and it's filled me with confidence that i can tell my story much more easily it's really helped frame things and put things into perspective and i feel a tremendous sense of achievement and accomplishment to be able to share it with the people here and um I'm just very grateful to have this opportunity to share on this podcast so thank you. My biggest dream is to see a world where people are empowered to create their own reality where we reform a lot of the societal expectations and systems of socialization of good versus bad right versus wrong that shames us and keeps us fragmented as people. I want to see a world where everyone is universally accepted for who they are, where diversity is apparent and the boundaries and borders and structures that are in place serve us. I want to see a world in the community where people can manifest the life of their dreams, where we can create new fantastic energy resources and technologies which serve people. Get healing modalities and techniques out into the public. and take down big pharmaceutical companies or anything that would impede us based on money and time and resources from it being uh, available to the masses i want to create intentional communities based on permaculture and fractal geometry in order to really create a sense of harmonization and togetherness because we as human beings we need our tribe we need connection and togetherness we need to support one another and provide resources emotionally mentally physically and spiritually so that would be my ultimate dream thank you we all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard and we want to share yours for more information and to get involved visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. 
You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time. 